wasn't even gonna pop on and share this because I'm a little embarrassed. But I figured, you know, if I'm feeling this way, chances are most of you or many of you are feeling this way too. So I'm just gonna take a little leap of faith here. Welcome to 100 Acts of Love, how to help when cancer strikes. Great tips and unique ideas on what you can do to support your friend with cancer. Hey everybody and welcome to 100 Acts of Love, How to Help When Cancer Strikes. My name is Kim and I am your host. I want to talk to you about negative self-talk. Now I know this podcast is all about helping your friends with cancer, but what I've noticed is if you don't feel good about yourself, you're not really going to be a great help to your friends with cancer. Or the other, the other way is if you don't feel good about yourself, you're going to be like an over supporter of your friends with cancer. So to me, this is a topic that's kind of has a lot to do with helping your friend. So this morning, I was doing some exercises. I have um, something wrong with my foot and I've been doing my foot exercises, but I haven't done them. I hadn't done them for a few days, probably like four days. And so I was doing my foot exercises and I was talking to myself so negatively. I was like, wow, you're really weak. I can't believe you're doing this. You missed so many days. That's not good. You're starting from the beginning because you're older and so your muscles don't hold tone as long. I mean, I was going on in my head for so long. And finally, I actually had to tell myself out loud to shut up. I said, you know what? That's not true. Shut up, Kim. It's so good that you were here on the floor and doing these exercises now. It's great that you were taking responsibility and, and, and not letting your past mistakes catch up with you right now. Keep going. You got this. And yes, you're going to finish these things. And yes, they're uncomfortable, but they're going to burn less in two days if you keep this up. Like that's what I had to do. And it sounds so crazy right now. Um, but to me, that's sort of what happens a lot, and it happened to me a lot before, you know, I had my own um, issue with cancer with my husband. Um, I would have this negative self-talk when I was talking, when I was going to do something nice for a friend with cancer, and it still occurs a little bit. Um, yesterday was 9-11, and I have two friends who lost their husbands on 9-11, and I thought about both of them, but I didn't text them. And then today, I read a Facebook post by one of them, and I felt really bad because I didn't text them. And I was like oh my god like get rid of the negative self-talk and so I reached out to her and I said hey thank you so much for your post every year I think about you at this time and I loved what you said and I said you know I'm grateful for your husband I'm grateful for you I'm grateful for the soaring spirits where, where I met her at Camp Widow and I said I'm grateful for death and it's a weird combination and then I just sent that text and we had a great exchange but again it's all you know it's the fear it's the it's the negative self-talk so, so, and the problem with the negative self-talk is that it sounds, it's in your own voice. It sounds just like you and it sounds reasonable. It sounds like, well, that makes total sense. You should have been doing the exercises all week long and not skipping every day so that you could be in better shape. Well, that makes total sense, right? And that's okay. That's an okay thought. It's true. But what's not okay, what's not an okay thought was, was my telling myself that I was stupid, that I shouldn't have been, that I should have been doing it, the shaming that I was doing of myself, the judging I was doing myself, the telling myself I was bad because I was feeling weak, right? It made the exercises so not fun. So it's sort of the same thing when you have that negative self-talk when you're talking about helping a friend with cancer. And that is sometimes you don't say anything right away because you're scared, because you're nervous, because you don't know what to say. 
and then that's when that negative self-talk starts kicking in. You're an idiot, you should have said something, you didn't know what to say, now it's been five days, I can't believe you waited so long, and you know, she's gonna know that you've waited so long, and she's, she's mad at you because you haven't said anything, right? So you start this negative self-talk, sounds reasonable because it's in your own voice, and then next thing you know, two or three weeks have gone by, you feel a great amount of shame and embarrassment because you haven't reached out to your friend with cancer, and it's all because you've been listening to the, that, that, that nasty, egotistical voice in your head. So, when you catch it, because that's really the first step, and I was gonna say, I was gonna try to give you guys some tips, but really it's, it, I mean, and I can, but the, the, the first thing you have to do is you have to catch it. You have to recognize it for what it is, because it sounds like the truth. And that's what kind of gets, that's what gets me stuck and that's what gets a lot of people stuck. It sounds like the truth. So the first thing is recognizing it, that it's not the truth, right? Your friend was just diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, she may be not happy that you haven't, that she hasn't heard from you in four or five days, but also honestly, she's probably like way in over her head and she's not thinking about the fact that she hasn't heard from you. So like, it's not that big a deal. Right, so just kind of hearing the self-talk and recognizing for what it is, which is just kind of personal shaming. You don't need you don't need anyone else to shame you from the outside. We all do a pretty good job of shaming ourselves on our own. So that's the first thing is recognizing it. The second thing is talk back. You know, for me today, like I said, I needed to talk out loud and tell myself to shut up. And then I needed to talk positively about what was happening and what, what, what I was doing that was good. So it's okay to talk to yourself and talk out loud and talk back. And then the third thing is, it's often the hardest thing, is to kind of have that sense of forgiveness and almost a sense of, um, I don't want to say joy, but a sense of like being able to laugh at yourself, right? Because if your friend had talked to herself the way that you talked to her, you would want to give her a dope slap and say, knock it off, you silly woman. You were none of those things. You're great. You're wonderful. You're doing a great job. Keep going, right? So, but you do it in a kind, loving way. And so it's the same thing. Treat yourself with that kind, loving way. Give yourself a gentle, loving dope slap. Laugh out loud at the way that you sometimes do, you know, degrade your own self. Because when you get to that place where you can laugh at it and see sort of how silly it is it takes away the shame and the feeling of like I should have been doing better and the the shoulds the coulds and the woulds right it takes away the the shoulds the coulds and the woulds yeah that yeah it takes those all away so so make sure you laugh at yourself and then tip number four is just do better you can do better we all can do better all the time and thank god we have the opportunity because Honestly, y'all, I mean, I hate to kind of pull this, you know, I hate when people say this, but you are not guaranteed that you're going to get tomorrow. Like you can walk off and step off the curve and, and that could be it. So right now you have an opportunity to do better and that's such a great thing. I mean, how lucky are you that you get to try again, right? That, Oh my God, that's so beautiful. So those are the four or five tips. I don't remember what I said. I said... You know, talk, you know, recognize that you're talking to yourself. Talk back to yourself. Be kind and loving. Give yourself a gentle, kind and loving dope slap. And then look forward to doing, to doing better. I mean, it's so, we're so lucky that we get to try again. That's just a great thing. My husband doesn't get to try again because he died. He gave up his last tries and his last breath. 
You know, there are plenty of people in this world right now, probably someone you know, who's not gonna have the opportunity to try again. So it is a gift that we get to try again. All right, so that is the recording for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I love you all so much. And you know, I hate when it sounds so dis disingenuous sometimes, but I really mean it. I'm so grateful that people want to hear this message because this is so much in my heart. Like it's something I'm so driven to do. I've tried not to do it and I am, I am an unhappy camper. So the fact that you are taking the time to spend with me right now, I'm so grateful and I really do. I love you so much. If you have any questions at all about how to support your friend with cancer, then please leave me a message. Let me know. If this is showing up on YouTube, you can leave a, a message in the comments below. If you're listening to this via a podcast, then please reach out to me at info at 100 Acts of Love or any of my social media. I'm at 100 Acts of Love all over the place. So any of the social media, and I promise you that I will get back to you because the fact that you're asking a question, the fact that you know that there's a better way to do something, that there's a better way to show up your friend with cancer, that's the biggest part of the battle. You've already almost won. So good for you for doing it. All right, and lastly, I always end this way, you matter. I cannot tell you how much you matter. You matter to people you don't even know that you matter to. So thanks for being exactly who you are.